what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they are scientifically designed to create smiles. Hmm. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. In regards to the government and the media, they are demonically designed to create terror. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because it's been spiritually designed to encourage one another. See how we did that with the design and all those? Yeah. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, you know. What are we allowing in our lives that doesn't allow us to draw closer to the Lord? Not that you got to be perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But what are we allowing in our lives that is like, if you did that in front of Jesus, you might turn your head. What What is that thing that we're allowing? you got to be honest. That's what we're asking of one another. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. That would be sad. Just give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. For those that are into the speed reading and speed listening, we're going to help you out by doing it at the speed level. Ready? 972 Okay, so that was the fast version of it, just in case you missed it. But you can call us at 972-445-0770. When you make that call, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite! Talking to kid Dynamite. Talking to our friend D. Talking to Dynamite D. Let's just say what that's like, and let's just lay it on the line. Can we lay it on the line? That's That's like, I'm going to lay it online. And you got to tell me this. You got to tell me if you you really appreciate this or not. That's like going to a party where they serve your absolute personal favorite appetizers. Yum. Yum, right? Pretty good. It doesn't even matter what it is. I mean, I like, you know, sometimes I like those Swedish meatballs. You know, those are like, oh, yeah, put that on there, put that on. I mean, I'm just saying, when you go to a party and it's like, not, not, you know, Bland, just those great, great appetizers. You're just like going. <laughs> One time, Noel and I went out. We went to an extremely fancy, fancy restaurant. Really, really fancy. So, so fancy. So fancy. It was a little too fancy. And uh, we went in there. And you know what we decided? We decided because the prices were so high. 
we would just have appetizers. And so at this really <laughs> place, all we do is have appetizers. Unfortunately, people forget to tell Dave because Dave's not always on top of it. Uh, if you have enough appetizers, it's like an entree. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, that's part of learning, folks. Anyhow, if you want to, you can also reach out to us, by the way, through text. That's fun. You know, it's safe because you can text, and sometimes I give a little icon back, and some people, they tell me who they are when they text, and some people don't. It's okay. Nobody's uh, nobody's getting upset about it. It's all good. It's all good. You text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Now, in opposite to the fast one, we're going to do a slow one on the text. 214 214- Two one zero eight four eight three. So that gives you the opportunity to text us. Oh boy, that was a good one. I know, Hans. Don't tell me that was a good one. And then also, you can send us an email, David at he must increase.org. That's not overly complex. I do want to give thanks to the folks that sent me a card. Very, very nice of you uh, to send me a written card. People don't take time to write cards anymore. You know, that's it. It's true. It's like if it's easy to do, we'll do it. But very, very wonderful card. Very encouraging. Uh, uh, just a, a blessing to hear from. So uh, I'll be reaching back out to them. But it's that's the kind of thing we love. We love engaging with one another, blessing one another, encouraging one another. We love to laugh together. We we cry together. And when there's somebody that's hurting, it's 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 horrible. You know, when Rosalind called from the hospital, she was calling from the hospital bed. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, wow. But that's what you need. We need that kind of engagement, that kind of interaction, because that's what the Christian faith really is supposed to be. When you get through all of it, we want to be reflecting the image of Jesus Christ the best that we can as we're moving forward day by day until he returns. And while we're doing that, we want to love on one another. That's that's exactly what Jesus is looking. You know, I, I... came across this piece, it was an academic piece, and it's like, you know, the great commandments of Jesus. And then they said, love, you know, love the Lord your God with all your soul, heart, soul, strength, and mind, love your neighbors, love yourself. First of all, those are summations to the commandments, okay? And then the one that Jesus gives that never gets, and you always hear me talk about, is that John 13, 34, 35, a new commandment I give you. You never hear that. It's like, you just yeah. talked about that yeah, recently. Like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> Love one another. By this shall all men know you're my disciples. You want a great witness? Do what the Lord said. You'll be witnessing just naturally. Isn't that just like kind of cool? Anyhow, uh, also, we want to send you up to the website. Website's kind of fun. It has its moments. There's a couple of things on there that are goofy. If you read something on the website you don't like it, don't read it a second time. <laughs> Pretty obvious. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, when I see a bad score on a sports thing. I didn't go back to it and go, what was that score again? Okay, <laughs> so it's pretty simple. Uh, on the website, so there's some add-ons. Check it out. you got to kind of go a little deeper because I don't put things like right at the surface most of the time. And then on the website's a place to give. And if you don't want to give, information's on the website on how to give off of the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. That's it. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Just let me tell you what it is. Bashing my head against uh, a symbol. Because my dog, Birdie, 
See, Birdie is brown. We got brown spots on the top, but then on his legs, his four legs, he, it's like the white fur, right? And as you know, it's been a little wet, and uh, we have parts of our yard that are kind of cool because they look almost like grass. Then we have these other parts of the yard that are kind of like not cool because they're uh, nothing but mud. And so my head was banging against the symbol yesterday because after I got home, did all the stuff I was supposed to do, Birdie goes outside, he's barking, he comes back in, and the dog's legs were darker than the top brown spots that the dog had. That's how much mud he had on him. Wow. I had to hose him down. I couldn't couldn't pick I couldn't pick him up to put him in a bathtub or to put him in a sink or anything because he was too slippery. I had to use the hose. So that was my head banging against the symbol. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was like wow. Uh, two quick things we'll get into our teach, and uh, we're going to be praying a little bit for people for their uh, physical health and for their mental health. Uh, I do want you to please keep in mind to pray for the audience, and don't forget about your February buddies. As you notice, I remind people every day, just like we need to be reminded every day. So pick somebody. If there's somebody you heard in a fill, somebody you heard call in, pray for them. Be a blessing. Be the kind of person that encourages and prays for people. They don't ever have to know. In fact, they shouldn't know. You should just be committing that before the Lord. That would be the way to go about it. We are in 2 Corinthians, and we are uh, at chapter 3. We did a little bit of chapter 3 last week, but we're going to come back uh, and just kind of reload and kind of do the runway kind of approach. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, this is what Paul said. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? This is what he says in verse 2 of chapter 3. You yourselves are our letter inscribed on our hearts, known and read by everyone. Verse 3, it is clear that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. So I want to just talk about this letter, ink, Holy Spirit, you're a letter, I'm a letter, they're a letter, everywhere a letter kind of approach, okay? You are our letters, Paul says. And this is a great way to understand it or to think of this because it is true. The Lord writes into our lives. It's just you know how it says that Jesus is the author and the finisher? Well, I don't know. I, you know. I'm not a genius on some of this stuff, but an author does typically write, right? I and mean, that's what they do. So uh, the Lord writes into our lives, and he's writing his awesome wisdom and his truths and his grace, and he's you know stretching us and getting us to look like Jesus. And we become, by this process, his letters. There might be another or a couple of easier ways to understand it, but in essence, you are a billboard for God. Think of it in those terms. In some of those, uh, and, and in some regards, some of the letters are a little deeper and the print's a little finer, and some of them are really big and expansive. So we are read to the world, and not just to the world, by the way, not just to Christians, not just to non-Christians, but we are universally read, as it says in Ephesians chapter 3, as God demonstrates through the church his manifold wisdom to the hosts of heaven. You think, oh, that's all angels. 
Well, okay, maybe. Could be more than that. We don't know. That's not something we're privy to. What we know for sure is that God uses the church, that's you and I, to demonstrate his wisdom by writing into our lives, and we can be read. And so as as we're being read by believers and non-believers and principalities and powers in high places, because it's beyond us, right? These are, these are not letters that are given because of sports that we do, and they're not written with ink. This is the Holy Spirit writing into our lives for the world to read. Now, it's for our benefit, but there is the opportunity for them to read us as God has been working in us. And what I want to communicate in that is even though you don't think you're Job, you are Job. <laughs> no, of course you're not directly Job. You're just not the exact same thing. But the principle of God demonstrating his wisdom, illustrating the faithfulness of his people, making it clear. And then it's understood that Job didn't know what was going on. But, you know, the the idea is that we get the benefit of Job's experience because we get to see it from a distance. We get the helicopter view. And in the helicopter view, you get to understand, hey, Job, God's, God's bragging about you. He's not mad at you. He's so happy with you. He's, he's shining a light on you. And you think, oh, that's... It's an awfully hot light. Yeah, sometimes. I came before the Lord today, and I, I did my Jobinian prayer. What's that? That's when I went, what are you doing? <laughs> you ever done that? Hey, I'm in that season right now. Yeah, it's like, what, what are you doing? Every day like King David, though. I'm pressing in them every day like, God, yeah. don't you hear me? Yeah, but what, what? Listen, you created the ear. Get that cotton out of your ear. I got a message. Right? I know I'm the only one, and D is the only one that go through this. <laughs> sure, whatever you say. This is part of being Christian. It's living the life. All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. I was uh, driving down I-30 yesterday, and it was stop-and-go traffic. There was, uh, I guess, an accident up ahead. So I was putting along at uh, 20 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, and this little sports car would speed up and get right beside me, and then he'd fall back. You know, just kind of we're shuffling back and forth. He'd go, and I'd go, and he'd go, and I'd go. And I just was watching out of the corner of my eye and just kind of mindlessly driving at 20 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden... I hear this little beep, 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 beep. And I said, uh-oh, I, what did I do? And I looked out of the corner of my eye, and he's, he drove right up next to me. He had his windows rolled down, and he gave me a big old thumbs up. And I said, what's he giving me a thumbs up for? I was kind of expecting, when you have somebody honking at you, you're expecting something else, you know. And uh, and then I realized I have that bumper sticker on my ah. ears that's, uh, it's, you know, um, God created the universe. Uh, he can write a book, and uh, and then he just sped off. Not well. He he slowly drove off at <laughs> twenty miles an hour. 
<laughs> but I, I just thought that was neat. That's the first time that anybody's really gives a thumbs up for a bumper sticker. Usually, it, people that have bumper stickers, it's to hold their bumper on their car. But that uh, is I just awesome. wanted to share that story. That is an awesome story. First of all, it's really good that he gave you a thumbs up and didn't use any other yeah. fingers. So let's just say that's for sure. And then the other part about that is that that's cool because whether he's listening to the show or not, he agrees with you, knows that that's true. Hey, look, God created the universe. The dude can write a book. Let's just get that. Well, let's it, get that squared away. You know. <laughs> yes, and you know what? He might be listening to the story um, to the. To the uh, radio now. That's exactly right. What a blessing. That's cool. And we do have those bumper stickers. So now we only have so many, but we were, as we get this, we're going to do an ambassador program, and that'll give people an opportunity to put the bumper sticker on their car if they want to. And nobody wants you to do anything to your car you don't want to. But I really, really appreciate you sharing that story. And that is a great story. And see, every time we're on traffic, we think something bad's going to happen. Instead, Hey, there was something good that happened. Somebody standing with you in the faith, perhaps a fellow listener saying, right on. Just right. That's the right target. I bet that blessed you at the moment, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah. It sure did. That's cool. Yeah. That's a great story. And I love that. Oh, good job. <laughs> good, good job in being an ambassador just by sharing that bumper sticker and just by proclaiming the truth. Some people will read that and they might go, oh, I don't know, but it sure challenges a lot of people, doesn't it? It's like, oh, you got to think that through, don't you? The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. You're getting ready for our first trivia question of the day. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Here we go. Which disciple warmed himself by a fire after Jesus was arrested? Which disciple warned himself by a fire after Jesus was arrested? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then additionally, you can send an email to David at hemustincrease.org. It is here that we do our DNA, that uh, Dynamite DNI do the DNA. It's so important to understand this stuff. It's like all of the stuff that we're trying to encourage people in, this is really at the core. Okay? Here's, here it is. DNA, D. Draw closer to the Lord. Daily. How often is that, D? Daily. Every single day day spend some time with the guy in the sky just spend some time you're thinking well how much time? i don't know uh, here's a great idea spend some time with the lord and see how much time it goes into try not to do it with the clock try and do it with your heart <laughs> maybe maybe that's a way to do it right well do i gotta read 15 chapters i don't <laughs> maybe you will i don't i'm just saying draw closer to the lord daily 
okay? That, that's the D of DNA. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Now, I understand what the world is doing, and I think most of you understand this, that as they go into social media and as they go into different approaches and different thought processes and different cultures, they're trying to make people ashamed of what Jesus had to say because the ultimate goal is to make the word of God hate speech so that it's not used. This is what the plan is. If you haven't seen that, it's been going on for years and years and years. you never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you. And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve. So this is where it becomes hugely, kind of a Yiddishy way to say it, hugely important to understand that it's OPM, not other people's money, but other people matter. You have to, it's not like you disregard yourself, that's ridiculous, but you have to care about others too. So maybe the way to, that we think of it is, okay, so prior to this, maybe we thought of ourselves 95% and other people 5%. Well, at least move to 75-25 or 60-40 or 50-50 and just keep going down that scale and the Lord will get you where you need to get to. But always be ready to serve. That's a big thing to take care of, be a, a vessel of the grace of God to other people. That's our DNA. Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Hey, how you feeling? Oh, I'm I'm okay. Well, I want to pray for you, so we're praying for you no matter what, okay? Because I want to keep praying for All you. All right, thank you. You got that. All right. Which disciple warmed himself by a fire after Jesus' arrest? Um, I, was it Peter? That is correct, Amanda! You're right! All right. Yes, it was, Peter. And it's just amazing because we'll get into that as we get into Matthew. But it's funny about the denials. Each denial, if you look in one of the Gospels, it gets progressively worse. No, I didn't know him. And then he starts cursing. And then he starts, it gets worse and worse and worse. But that's, that's <laughs> but he was warming himself by the fire as, uh, as he was uh, in that denial stretch. And so great job, Deborah. That's great, great, great stuff. Let's pray for you, though, okay? Uh-huh. I want to pray for you. Okay. Yeah, now, uh, right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to pray for you now. Now, let me ask you a question. Is this related to the same thing? Yes, sir. Okay. Let's pray then, okay? Because I know where we're going. Okay. Uh, Father, right. we come before you right now. We thank you and we praise you first and foremost because you're awesome, Lord. We just love you and worship you. and We lift up our sister Deborah to you and we ask for your healing power to be active in her life. Lord, I can't make you do anything but I can ask you to do everything. And so we ask you in the name of Jesus that you would bring healing into her body and she would find refreshment. She would find vitality, strength, and the anointing that comes from you, and she would be free from her disease and healed in the name of Jesus. We pray, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. You are welcome. You keep us posted, and we're going to keep praying for you, okay? All right. Well, thank you, and y'all have a good day. All right. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. She's so fantastic. All right. Let's uh, let's go into this uh, next thing here. 
I, I love this, and I want you to be careful. I know people are going to get upset, and I only got so much time, so let me get right into it. This is where we're picking it up right uh, from the part of the verse 4. It's verse 4 in 2 Corinthians 3. Such confidence before God is ours through Christ, not that we are competent in ourselves to claim that anything comes from us, but our competence comes from God. And he has qualified us as ministers of a new covenant, not of the sorry, not of the the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. So there's two big things here. Paul's confidence was through Christ, even though with all his spiritual accomplishments, the apostle Paul knew it wasn't him or because of him, it was Jesus. And because of Jesus, competence means ability or capability. So the idea that we can do all things through Christ is directly connected to the kingdom work. God isn't going to frown because we throw all of our we-can-do-it attitude unto him, but the we-can-do-it attitude first starts in the kingdom of God. Now, I want to say something about this qualification because this is going to ruffle some feathers, but eh, what else are you doing? You got nothing else to do, do you? All right, here you go. Uh, and he has qualified us as ministers in the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit, for the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. So God qualifies people as ministers. Yes, I know about the pastoral epistles. Well, in fact, I know about First and Second Timothy and Titus, but guess what? God has, does, and, ha- and will continue to bring people into ministry who always seem to need a little extra work. Have you ever noticed that? That's why 1 Timothy and Titus have different qualifications because their situations were different. So when churches go, well, we want to have a pastor who fits the 1 Timothy model and the Titus model, it's like, okay, but those are qualifications for two completely different situations. And really what they should be saying is they want the First Timothy model because the Titus model is a little thinner because the situation to people to choose from was a little thinner. You see how that works? See, in Timothy's case, it was a metropolitan area. In Titus's case, he was on an island called Crete. It's like, uh, yeah, you got to take what you can. <laughs> okay, that's what's going on. So they gotta, you got to stop slapping those things together. Uh, use First Timothy if you're going to use it. That's great. Just don't combine them. They don't really work together that way. That's not the intent of the Scripture. That really, the intent of Scripture is to show you that different qualifications apply in different situations and circumstances. And just look at some of the people God has used to, to go into ministry. You would look at them and go, really? <laughs> really? And yet they're mightily used by God. Why? Because he does it by his Holy Spirit. And he's not asking people's permission. Get it? All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at 1,000 miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts, and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. 
What is the David Spoon experience? Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And you're thinking, that's a great verse, Dave. What does that got to do with Thanksgiving? Right? Because that doesn't have any application except for... God is pictured here as always was, always is, and always will be. And a person who is walking in the dynamic of continually giving thanks is looking at their past with thanksgiving, is looking at their present with thanksgiving, and is looking at their future with thanksgiving because God has operated in the past, the present, and the future, and you have a past, a present, and a future, and when you look at your past and you operate with thanksgiving, and you look at your present and you operate with thanksgiving, and you look at your future and you operate with thanksgiving, you're operating in those principles with God, and if you look at your past with thanksgiving, guess what you won't have. You won't have bitterness. And if you look at your present with thanksgiving, guess what you're going to have? A trusting and a confidence. And if you look to your future with thanksgiving, guess what you're going to have? A hope for a better tomorrow. All these principles operate if you will continually walk in thanksgiving on every aspect and element of your life. You won't be bitter. You'll be trusting God and walking in confidence. You'll be looking for a better tomorrow. You'll be operating in the principle of faith. You'll be honoring God and you'll be setting yourself free in your partnership with God, how can that be bad? How can that be bad? I mean, it blow my mind. Crying out loud. We should be thanking God for, oh, but this terrible thing happened. But look how God brought you through it. This terrible thing is happening, but look how God is bringing you through it. Hey, when they start shooting Christians, look how God took you out and brought you to him. I mean, it's like it's all together. You can't escape this. If you look at your life with the continual feast of thanksgiving, you'll have a continual feast. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.